woman, you embody all things beautiful. You are powerful yet sacred. You are magical. You create life. You are a goddess and deserve to be honored and treated with the utmost respect. I salute you because you're so dope. And although the world tries to wear you out and look past you, I recognize you for who you are. I see you, goddess. I see you, queen. I acknowledge you for your greatness, even when the world underestimates your value. I see everything in your existence, and believe me, they see it too. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Oh, quiet. It's whatever you say. Well, it's whatever you say, Keish. It's whatever you say, Toya. Well, this is whatever I say <laughs> today. Yes, Welcome man. to another episode of Whatever You Say. And thanks for joining us yet again yeah. on our <laughs> eighth episode. Eight. Number eight, baby. Number eight. Already. Can you believe it? Can I can't believe it. it. I can't hey. believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so smooth. Ooh, it's we so smooth. It's like butter, baby. It is. Like, and and we and we're very yeah. grateful and thankful for the support. And yes. just keep us saying prayers and you know, and all good wishes. And yes. we want the same for you guys. We keep were grinding, just talking keep about our blessings. And I feel like we all have all these blessings. Just Ooh. Just coming in. Yeah. It's the yeah. spring of the year. You yeah. know, spring is a sign of blossoming. Yes. yes. Nice. Nice. I like how you approach yeah. that. I like yeah. that perspective. Yeah, I like that perspective as well. I'm allergic to flowers, though. But, oh, yeah. But I, I, like, we I, like, <laughs> I got my whole big old um, tissue box right here <laughs> waiting. <laughs> I have my sunflowers. I always have to have flowers. It just makes Sunflowers, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, from Trader Joe's. They got the yeah. You said Trader Joe's? I like Trader Joe's. That's what I miss about living in New Jersey is Trader Joe's. They don't have any. Oh, no, yeah. they ain't got yeah. any. That's yeah. not right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's some good things about it. The peace yeah. and the serenity at times. Right, yeah. But, like, That's it. Jersey, yeah. I miss Jersey. We just like a whole melting pot of yeah. everything. Here we are. So, let's get into yeah. our... Yes. Keish, what's been up with you, girl? Not much, not much. I'm just so happy that the the weather's getting warm. You know, yeah. It's, it's some. It's a little. It's not too much freedom, but it's just a little bit. So, like, if you want to stay stick stay quarantine, you can stay. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want to, you know, dabble here and there for like a happy hour, you're okay. And then come mm -hmm. back. Yeah. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's all. I, that's. I don't really do much. I don't. Yeah, I don't really plan to go out, but 
since the weather warming up, it's gonna be a hot girl summer, you know. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Speaking of hot girl summer, my hot girl summer started already. I went to Miami. I was went to this June Day event, girl, and it was windy, pony man. Okay, wind pony man. Okay, somebody saw it. Okay, you had a important. Huh? Most important that you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. It was fun. I went with um Daya. Y'all remember her from mm -hmm. our colorism yeah. episode. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I knew that girl since pre-K. And yeah, I, we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. It was nice to have a little little mini vacation, just celebrating um a divorce, honey. That's right. It's over. Yeah. yeah. So, it's your oh. time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like over here, like, yes. Yes, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish you the best. Yes. All blessings and success. Yes, I'm happy. Bless. I free. I free. <laughs> I free. You know. <laughs> well, well, you gotta celebrate. It's a new chapter in your yes. life. Yes. Yes. Um, chapter. So. so it's, like I said, it's your time. Yeah. For you. And it's time. Like, and right now, I just really want to spend a lot of time with Liam. Like yeah. that's that's what's really important yeah. to me. Like really spending intentional time with my son. Like we're going to an aquarium event um soon mm -hmm. or whatever. So like that should be fun. And just like he's he's exploring. Yeah. He's running all over the place right now. So it's just like let me just be his little teacher right now. Have fun with him. He's a lituation. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when so you told me that picture of him standing up. Then he like, oh, okay, I can't believe it. He was like a grown kid. Now. Right. Already. He like, yeah. got that stance. He like, yo, don't mess with my mama. Yeah, he's like, don't mess with us. <laughs> he got that. He got that. It's uh -huh. my mama. Like, yeah. he's so cool. He's so, so happy. I'm, I gotta see, I'm gonna send you the pick key. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, I was like, look at my baby. Oh, whatever. He is cool, though. Yeah, he cool. Yeah. Yeah, vibe. <laughs> you know, he, y'all know he on play though. That's why I can't shoot mm -hmm. on the days when I got him. Cause this time is the time y'all seen yeah, him like know. pull down green screens yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, Liam don't be playing when it comes to you. Like, I don't want my, my time is my time, mommy. Yeah, I understand you shoot a podcast. Right, but it's my time. time. Yeah, so yeah. I don't mess with his time no more. I got the, I got the, uh, yeah, I got the point. Yeah, we got to work around Liam's time. Yeah. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I've been feeling, you know, blessings, like I said, this week. Uh -huh. I got um, a new car. I think maybe oh, yeah. two weeks ago since the last show. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like that. You know, I feel I feel good. I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting to get one, but my car was having issues. Okay. And I just said I'm gonna take a chance. And I was you know, I was yeah, in faith okay. and I was able to get something, you know, better. She had us listen to the dream in Sierra. I was like, okay. Oh, you bring it back. It was a throwback yeah. up in the air. Okay. 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 I, feel, I feel good. I got a new a new apartment. Closer to my job. Okay, you got so, a little permit. You got the blessings. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm not moving until next next month, but I got the apartment now. So okay, okay. So I'm, I'm out the hood too now. So <laughs> when I get them keys, I'm gonna be shaking them shits like. Because <laughs> it's like it's like I used to like a new chapter, right? So it's a new start, right? And when you move, it's like you feel. You know, you just of feel course. like you change of coming. Course. In, so. Of course, of mm course. -hmm. And it's a different area. It's in Central Jersey, too. Uh -huh. so I'll be closer to or it's you, too. Yeah. In PA, so. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that means you're going to come and see me now? Yeah, what you mean? I, I, I see she telling <laughs> me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People be so funny saying, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come see you. <laughs> I'm going to come see you, yeah. Like, three hours away, I'm going to come see you. Like, I come I down know. here all the time. You do. 
I'm, I'm in your girl. house. I know you're in my house now. I'm sorry, girl. So get me. I still love you though. Yeah, I love you too. I know you. Now you can you closer now, so make some way. I know. I know. So we had a guest today. Yes. Yes. We always cut up. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to get me some wine too. Now. I'm up here drinking water. I'm gonna need some wine. Yeah, just today. I haven't. No, so, I had a drink. But yes, we, <laughs> we, have, we have a wonderful guest today. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I didn't scratch you. No, no, you didn't. We have a wonderful guest today, Mr. Doc Stigler, aka Brick City Buddha. What up? What up? Yes. I'm the only one not drinking right now. Huh? I got my water though. I, I know. I'm trying to be good. Some. I got my water, but I'm about to mix it with some <laughs> moscato or something. <laughs> but nah, thank y'all for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. And I've been cracking up backstage the whole time. So let's <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our, our shenanigans back here. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We try to keep it fun. Yeah. So how are you? Yeah, I was just waiting for y'all. I'm. I'm <laughs> it's just interesting. You were just talking about. You. How old is your son? You said. Um, my yeah, son right? is one. His son is one. Yeah, my son just turned two on Halloween, so like a little over two. But I just had to drop him off because. He would have been here doing the same thing, beating up the camera, turning off the phone and all of that. So I had to drop him yes. off when I get out of here. I'm going to spend some time with him. He just got back from Arizona uh, with his mom. He liked the president, bro. He's been on more planes than I've been on in like the past two, three years and two years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good day. As soon as I uh, get done with y'all, I'm going to spend some um, some daddy time with him. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Chilling. I'm chilling. I'm here. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Um, so for those that may not know me, um, like she said, I, I go by Docs, Docs Diggler, I'm an artist. Um, now probably more so known as a meditation teacher, counselor, um, community enrichment specialist. I just made that title up like three weeks ago. Yes. Because I, <laughs> I do a bunch of different um, creative community events to not only like infuse spirituality because not everybody's ready for that jump. Um, some people kind of need just a stepping stone of camaraderie being able to come together with different people um so i do a bunch of different events like we were talking about before we started i got my next one coming up uh blindfolded speed meeting slash roundtable real talk we've been doing that i think this is our eighth or ninth one Mm -hmm. Um, and that's an event where the reason we call it speed meeting and not speed dating because it's more so um pushing (laughs) the idea of just connection without uh romanticism having to be Mm -hmm. attached right so the speed meeting round, of course, if you if you wind up meeting somebody and y'all hit it off, that's beautiful and that does happen. But it's mm-hmm. more so about just kind of tearing down a wall of the pressure of if you meet a nice looking man, meet a nice looking woman, whatever side of the gender line you on, that you're not mm-hmm. so gung ho on pushing it into, well, let me try to holler at you. Because a lot of times we miss our lessons and the wisdom that comes just via friendship. It's super dope. So we have the blindfolded speed meeting round. And then the meat of it is actually the discussion we have, the round table real talk. So when people first come in, they gotta give us two questions. The first question is the question you're gonna ask all the brothers that sit in front of you. You're gonna ask everybody the same question. They're gonna have two minutes to respond. Your other question is gonna be for the round table real talk. And that's when we take the blindfolds off and in real time in front of each other's faces, we get to some of those conversations that you can only do so much talking on social media and really have an understanding of where the other gender line is coming from. So that ends up being like a good two to three hour chunk of the event. We got the wine flowing. 
food. It's at a Black-owned art gallery um, above Art Studios in New Brunswick. So, yeah, that, that's the next event coming up. I got a retreat at the end of this month in PA. We do uh, monthly retreats in East Stroudsburg, PA. You, you uh, live in PA now, right? Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm trying to see how far East Stroudsburg is because I live like three hours away from here. So okay. how far is East Stroudsburg from Jersey? Um, from Jersey, it's like an hour and five, ten minutes. Okay, so it's probably like a two-hour ride for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, th that's coming up. And then, of course, uh, we uh, started something called Peace in the Park last year. I was at, That's actually how I started mm -hmm. teaching meditation. But we kind of remixed it into a bigger event. And it's crazy because... We had 250, 300 people coming out in the middle of the quarantine. I still don't even know how we got that off, but we got it off. So people is already asking for that to come back. So we'll be launching that in May as well. So just, just staying busy, serving God, doing what I do. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm definitely interested in, in that blindfolded event. I think we all yeah. might want to take a shot at that. What blindfold? Yeah, what he was just saying. He's yeah. a screen meeting. You get blindfolded so you don't see him. Yeah. I mean, I just know. for that part, once we take the blindfolds off, <laughs> we're going to start to get an idea of who's in the building. Um, but yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, we put so much credence on the physical. Right. Um, and of course, attraction is important. I'm not saying you're supposed to choose one of it. You have no. <laughs> you're like, I got to see him. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I mean, like, this. <laughs> this conversation is good. Like, oh, yeah. No cheating. No cheating. No, bro, I'd be like this. So what you was saying? Like, how to go look at something. Because I'd be like, he, he talking some good stuff. Let me see the physical. Exactly. But even though we don't, like, push the romanticism aspect, it does happen. I know people right now that are still in relationships from these events. And even outside of that, let's say you don't necessarily hit it off for anybody at the event your ability to like really listen to a person's soul so when you do run into a dude that is handsome that you are attracted to you'll have more of a propensity to hear what's going on underneath his words underneath his sink mm. what he's saying um so it's like training for like just being a, a better vetter um when it comes to relationships yeah it's, it's super dope yeah that's cool. what you say i said how did you even come up with that concept um meditation <laughs> yes let's let's get into meditation. that that's, that's yeah. the meditation. he is the meditation mentor of yeah. of the century right <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you but yeah, every day like i'll be following every day he has yeah. a post yeah. that's that's to get you you know mot motivated right. okay. right. so well you that's you're about the early right. follower because yes okay right. let's get yeah. it but yeah that's that's the thing about meditation that a lot of people mm -hmm. overlook um and initially like most of the people i work with we from the same hood like i didn't think mm -hmm. i was going to be meditating myself be nobody's meditation teacher i always talk about my personal mm -hmm. journey um it was desperation for me i always say people either learn mm -hmm. through inspiration or desperation most times you got to be desperate to lock something new in and my kidney was conking out i was 23 years old tell the story all the time i got diagnosed with 17 percent kidney functionality at 23 i was going for a dot mm -hmm. physical um as a result of that i ended up going blind and my left eye, i don't know mm -hmm. if you kind of noticed but i still got like a little bit of a lazy left eye after like three different surgeries needle this big right in my eye it was crazy wow um, but with that 13 year relationship disintegrated with the woman i thought i would marry um all my boys that i thought was my homies kind of just disappeared on me my family didn't live here got fired from like five straight jobs I had a stint in the sh um, when I was in the streets getting a lot of money. That wasn't the case no more. So like it was rock bottom for me. 
and somebody I was actually in a music group with prior to that, a long time before this point, we reconnected. And he actually left money on the table with the group we was in to pursue um, doing what he does right now, which he has his own platform, teaching meditation. And we linked back up. And I was at the point where I was on the verge of my second suicide attempt. My first one at this point was like a decade ago. And um, mm -hmm. you know, I was transparent. I had nobody else to talk to. And I didn't even care if people responded positively on social media. I just had to say this shit. I had to get it. Can I curse? Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I, I, just had, I just had to say some of this shit. Um, so he reached out to me. He was like, yo, I got a five-week online course. I'm going to give it to you for free. I know you're hurting right now. If at the end of this you still want to check out, do what you do. But at least take this course. And a five-week course has changed my whole trajectory. And I say all that to say that a lot of times people think that meditation is just about clearing out the mind, which it is. But a lot of times it's about practical application to your life. So when I'm asked stuff like, where did I come up with these ideas? I didn't. When you start to eject from what I got to do today, taking care of Liam, taking care of Marty, my workload. When you eject from all of that, you open up to your innate intuitive creativity. And all of a sudden, these ideas just kind of pop into your conscious field and you realize that there's an energy within you that wants to guide the shit. Because when we guide the shit, we get to to an adult <laughs> age, it's like, bro, I don't, Jesus, take the will. Somebody, <laughs> there's an intelligence inside you that wants to do that for you, that's built to do that for you. So meditation is kind of like getting out of the way and allow that to start to guide the shit. I call, I call mm. that um, divine intelligence. Exactly. Because like, I learned to I learned to meditate probably roughly like mm. I want to say three years ago. Okay. Then I took a break, and then I started to meditate again. I wasn't ready for what I saw after mm. or during my meditation. So you know, a lot of people don't think that you have to protect yourself before you meditate. Like that to me, I had to learn that too. So so it's like once you open up those doors and um, uh, tap into <laughs> this this full screen. Mm -hmm. I don't like the full screen. I don't like the full screen. I want to see you guys. <laughs> it felt it felt weird. <laughs> Wait, you, tap, you tap into. You tap into. Huh? What you say? I said we here. Yeah, but I wanted to see you. Uh, I don't get to see people, so let me see you. So um, I feel like you tap into divine intelligence and, mm -hmm. and back to what you, your point that the divine definitely wants to guide you and, and mm -hmm. you can live a life of, of um, abundance if you just quiet your mind and just receive what mm -hmm. you receive. Absolutely. I started getting more into meditation. I'm getting back into it um, mm -hmm. because at one time I got into religion. And got out of my um, got out of being spiritual. Um, speaking on when um, like suicide um, in 2008, I tried to take my life, almost died. I had to get my stomach pumped with charcoal, um, and then um, eventually I was put into a um, facility to get to a lesson for a week. And they said they were only doing that to teach me, like if you're doing things like this, this is these are the type of people you will have to be surrounded by. These are the things, these are the places that you will have to be. Um, so I'm grateful for that experience because it, um, it allowed me to appreciate my life. It allowed me to um, tap into myself a little bit more. And like with meditation, like even recently I've been meditating during my fast. And like I was telling the girls earlier before we started that, you know, like there is a, 
um, mind opening experience because you're when you tap into certain uh, we tap into the mind just into yourself in general you quiet out your mind like you're open to see what's going on around you and it can be scary at times but it could be a learned experience and it's a lot of things that I'm learning that I've like chose to like push to the side and mm -hmm. ignore and mm -hmm. it's, it's allowing me to handle things in a more logical manner. So I do appreciate meditation. I just have to stay consistent with it um, in my life. Um, but I do appreciate meditation because it has brought me far, like even when yeah. I was in dark places. Yeah. Just being within like, yourself. Yes. Nothing mm -hmm. else distracting you. Yeah, because you know? there's so many different things coming into your mind, different yeah. thoughts that are not your thoughts, you know, right. and then, you know, if you're not, if you don't have the willpower, you might choose the wrong, mm -hmm. you know, direction to go yeah. in. And that's like possibly taking your life mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. depression, different things like that. So like, yeah, meditation is beautiful. Yeah. I'm glad you and me, I'm glad we both still here. Um, yes. I think more people at least think about that more than that, that mm. they would ever admit. Um, I actually think it's a normal thing, especially being in the type of world we live in right now. And mm. you, you would think I hear, uh, I believe uh, Saad Baru was talking about this, that this is the greatest uh, era of technology that humanity has ever experienced. Mm -hmm. um, the highest level of amenities and comforts and instant gratification, pretty much everything is at the push of a button. So if you was in the old times, they will look at this as a golden age. We got all this stuff, but we probably the worst off as far as mentally, spiritually, and energetically. So that's just an example that stuff is not, nothing in this realm is going to do it for you. The mm -hmm. man, the child, like all these things that they tell us once we are able to acquire these things, that's it. That's your point where you're going to be happy. And then once you acquire it, it feel good for a few days, for a week, for a month. And it's like, all right, what's next? Right, yeah. Get to that point where you realize none of this is going to do it. Only that space, that meditation is like an open door too. Whether you call it God, Allah, but I don't. It don't matter your name for it. But just understanding that that um, level of your consciousness is real, and we'll give all this credence, we'll give all this time and effort to taking care of the body, taking mm -hmm. care of the personality. But at a certain point, it's going to get laid down. At a certain point, this body got picked up for our spirit to be able to step inside of. Mm. Prioritize everything that's ephemeral that's going to come and go and go lifetimes and not spend a second with what's going to be forever. So the fact that you guys are already tapping into that, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Meditation yeah. changed your whole life, my whole perspective. Yeah. And let's tell you back to what you were saying. Like, I was in some really uncomfortable uh, situations where I felt like, am I being tested right now? Mm. Like mm. back into the, a, a character allowing someone to bring me down because of what they mm -hmm. say in their opinion really doesn't Ooh. matter mm. so why am i focused mm. on that or why would i even give them a, a reaction so it, it definitely i i encourage meditation i know it's hard to quiet your mind and and yeah. constantly have all these thoughts going through our mind and talking to us right or we're talking to ourselves and we're our worst critic mm. but, mm once you practice and you learn like it to me meditation is discipline because it takes a lot to, yeah. to quiet someone's mind and just be still so well, that, well that, that's that's the thing um 
Kwai's come to one of, one of my classes before, right? At the yoga school. Yeah, I think it was yeah. your Sundays with the source, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you actually made it into the footage and all of that. You was um, yeah, was crying and all. all. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> but that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, this had me crying, y'all. Like yeah. that's I how emotional I was. Yeah. yeah, we were crying yesterday. I'm always yeah. quiet. It's just that's another topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, that's what I appreciate. And I think a lot of people appreciate about, I guess, my my approach. Um, it's not hard, right? And mm -hmm. e even that is some of the trickery of the mind to get you. Because when the mind realizes that you're going into meditative states, it's mm -hmm. used to being in control, and it knows to a certain degree it's relinquishing control, like you're taking power back over it. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna send all of the it's gonna send a kitchen sink at you, like I always say. And people think that they gotta stop the mind or quiet the mind. You don't really have to do none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's really about letting the mind do whatever it wants to do and choosing to direct your interest behind what's going on in the mind. People do it, but like the mind is supposed to send new things. I'll call it like your mental secretary, right? So it's always looking for new ways to entertain. To a certain degree when you're going into a meditative state you make peace like it's a yin and yang approach to meditation the yin the receptive the feminine aspect of it is whatever thoughts need to come right now i'm gonna let them come i'm not gonna try to and you're basically them. gonna go like this right you, you're, not even, gonna, which you're one? not even gonna do that you're not even gonna do that what are you, you gonna let, do you let the thoughts come and then the yang the masculine the projective energy of it is i'm gonna stay firm in letting the thoughts come and go because mm -hmm. they're gonna do that anyway the only time it seems like the thoughts stay is when you identify or associate with the thoughts. I always start out in my count because I counsel too. And when we work on breaking habits, I always bring up the fact that I never planned on being vegan. Um, I started out knowing that I needed to cut down on how much I was eating. I was like 40, 50 pounds heavier. Wasn't fat. Like I thought I was in shape. I was built and all of that. But I knew I needed to eat less. So I went, I tried to, I did go from three meals a day to two, right? At this point, I'm already meditating, already has some what we call distance from the mm -hmm. mind, right? So that first couple of days, um, I started skipping out on lunch. And I felt like, bro, I'm about to die. Like the first 10 minutes in when my body was like, something's supposed to be in the stomach, mm -hmm. right? Felt like I was going to faint, pass out, die. Um, but that distance allowed me to say, okay, the sensation of intense hunger is coming up. But I'm not going to identify with it. I'm not going to associate with it. Let's see what happens. And two to three hours would go by. Mm -hmm. And I would realize, yo, three hours ago, I felt like I was about to pass out. I'm not even hungry right now. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. these little examples start to show you that at least, if nothing else, you have the power to pick and choose where you direct your field of interest. When you start to realize you don't have to necessarily go with the minutia of the mind, that's when you realize mm -hmm. you don't got to quiet shit. You don't got to stop nothing. You just stay anchored and let everything come and go around you. And that's why I went like this, because I'm like, okay, when the when the thoughts are coming and they're flowing, that's why I went like this, because I'm like, you get to pick. Oh, okay. Which one. I see. Okay. That's when I went like, I started yeah. picking. I'm sorry. So maybe it didn't resonate that way. Not but enough. I was like, I seen like when you were talking, I seen like idea, 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 yeah, idea. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me just let it flow. And then I'm just going to pick this one right now. Yeah. And I'm going to pick that one. Right. Yeah, you know. and meditation is not picking any of them. You see what I'm saying? Like in a meditative state, you don't pick any thought. You just let all of them come mm -hmm. and go. And the, the longer you stay in that space, the thoughts will literally become background noise. Mm -hmm. You do this. I'm, I want to talk about the word consistent, but for lack of a better term, if you do this consistently enough, 
the mind will literally cut off. The thoughts will stop coming altogether. And all you got to do is just stay firm in your position and not picking anything up. I always use the example of the conveyor belt. You come back from vacation. You just said you came back from Miami. Um, <laughs> um, but when you came back, but when you came back from vacation, you had to go get your luggage, right? He was listening. Yeah, I was listening. I told you I was cracking up. But, but when you came back from vacation, you got to go to the conveyor belt, wait for your luggage, right? I often use the example of the mind, send mm -hmm. new thoughts, new suitcases, new luggage. Just don't mm -hmm. pick none of it up. And the longer you stay in that space, if you do that effectively, Honestly, it don't take long at all. Within five to 10 minutes, like you'll really lose connection with the mind. And that's when you start to spill into that space. The same thing I named my son on um, that Samadhi space. Samadhi is a Sanskrit term that pretty much translates to like full absorption into source, mm -hmm. right? And um, yes, yeah, that's a much easier state than people think it is. Yeah. Mm. Like my mind used to be all over the place. like. I used to try to do so many things at one time and it would be hard for me. I couldn't even sit down and watch a movie, like mm. actually finish, complete the movie. So like mm. since I was, since I've been fasting and since I've been meditating, I literally sat there and literally watched the entirety of the movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, lately I've been very present mm -hmm. wherever I was. I've set my phone down, not in my phone as much. If it, if it, um, if it goes off, yes, I excuse myself to the person I'm with, answer that person if need be, and then go back to being, you know, present. Like even if difficulties or things that we consider to be difficulties may come my way, now I'm just like, I'll worry, I'll focus on it later. Let me continue to stay present and have fun in whatever I'm doing in this moment and get to that later. So like the old me, I would dwell, harbor on those things and take it. I, I, I wouldn't be able to finish a movie, finish a conversation I'm having with someone, bringing that into this and that into this. It was just too much. So now, like by the grace of God and through meditation, like it really has helped me recently. And I'm glad that you're we're talking about this today because it's just confirmation for me to just continue in the path that I'm going in. And what you're talking about is like actually the next step because even if you go to an ashram and you meditate eight ten hours a day you can't meditate all day right but at a certain point it has to transition to what we call meditative living and what i mean by that i usually ask very simple questions when we talk about awareness people are being in the shower and not consciously feel a drop of water at their skin because you're planning the rest of your day you think about what you didn't get done yesterday right you're washing the dishes you're doing everything else in the world you don't even feel the sensation of the warm water going against the dish, right? So what you're talking about is actually gonna help when you go into the quote unquote traditional meditative state, but it's also gonna put you in a space where you don't have to rely on, all right, I gotta lock in and sit in Lotus and do this technique all day, every day, you can exist in that space. A book I would definitely recommend to anybody that sees this that hasn't um, heard of it or read it yet is uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, it's the book before I like really open up to meditation that just helped me to start to just be present. And if, if you look it up, um, if you Google that, how many thoughts come in uh, to our mind during a minute, right? The mm -hmm. average human being thinks between 55 and 75 thoughts every minute. It mm -hmm. translates to like 80,000 thoughts per day. And low key, every cent, that's, that's God is hitting me right now. We'll talk about her in a second. But <laughs> low key, every thought, as tributaries because like you said while you was listening to me 
I did, I did, I did, I did. So these singular thoughts was turning into three, four, a multiplicity of thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's where the suffering really comes from. It don't come from a broken relationship. It don't come from old boy, old girl stressing you out, your kids stressing you out. It mm -hmm. comes from your inability to detach from the constant minutia of mind just dragging you left and right. So mm -hmm. to be able to do that outside of just the clarity you're going to have to be able to live your life in a more effective way, that peace of being able to stay in one moment at a time starts to kick on. And um, that's, that's where a lot of that suffering starts to decrease. That, that's where a lot of my kidney issues and most, I always say this too, when you break apart the word disease, right? If you was to split it in half, you have this, meaning lack, you have ease. So every moment that you are out of an easy state, out of a peaceful state, your body is sending chemicals to the system as if there's a threat. Right. Mm -hmm. So the and we don't even be realizing it. Start to notice throughout the course of the day how many times your jaw is tight, grinding your teeth. You don't even be noticing how often your eyes are squeezing and squinching, right? How mm -hmm. often your your shoulders just be propped up, muscles be constricted. Okay. We have tension and fear and worry all day every day. So mm -hmm. when you start to do effective meditation, start to notice like all right, I'm in that state. Let me do something to release this. And over time, that starts to become your default setting. And that's kind of what healed my, that is what healed my kidney. Cause they said I would never improve 17% functionality. Mm -hmm. The last time I was at the doctor and I don't even really go to the doctor like that no more. It was 83%. They was mm -hmm. calling me a medical miracle. I, I got off the drugs on my own, um, healed my eye, all this different stuff. I'm just starting to just remain in an easy peaceful state. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that kind of goes into like self care. Absolutely. Um, and, and, like, like you were saying, like, as far as like the changes our bodies go through, I seen myself going through a change. And I like when the girl was doing my hair, she was like, have you been stressing? Because I got I'm 35. I had like so many gray hairs on my head. Like every time they came, I kept plucking up. Blonde up here. <laughs> <For real? laughs> but like, I was like, wow, like, yeah. you know, that made me when I started seeing the grays or whatever, like I, it mm. made me really start trying to work on my piece. I was like, forget this. Yeah. I'm fasting. Like I started, right. I was like, I'm cutting off social media. I'm cutting off negativity. I went through my phone. I did a purge mm. in my phone. I did a purge just like looking mm. at my house. What things in this house make me happy and serve a purpose in my life? What phone numbers? What Every mm -hmm. I went through like messages on my social media, like erasing things, eliminating. I started cleaning house. Like I'm still in a um, I'm still purging as we speak, but like I'm doing this for like a th for 30 days and mm -hmm. like just working on the things I said I'm going to work on. Um, staying focused, trying to put more energy into my podcast with my girls. Like, like he's sending me motivation for us to keep going like people sending us comments about the podcast so i appreciate you Keish. like yeah. things like that like and just really trying to stay on top of what we need to do and just sending out love and light to the people that's around me being more understanding and like i'm just working on just really like illuminating some type of peace mm -hmm. and uh, you know like i wanted to like trickle off of me like at, at a, a in a point in my life, I don't want to be too high. I don't want to be too low. My goal in life is just to be like straight. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I just want to yeah. be very balanced because like in my in my past, mm -hmm. I've been very anxious. When I'm happy, I'm too happy. When I'm mad, I can get very mm -hmm. mad. And it's like 
No balance. Where was my balance? I had to start like really looking at myself and trying to find that balance. So absolutely. And, and when you do, your world reflects that. Mm. So things I felt like I couldn't have. Like financial stability was always crazy for me. Like I would go to school, get a, a skill, get a trade, start to work in that field. And then just being a sharp black man in corporate America, like I just kept ended up in situations where I became threats to the white dudes at work. I just kept getting fired. You know what I'm saying? So at a certain point, especially as a black man coming up, it was just like, bro, what do I have to do? I felt like it was impossible for me to remain financially stable without the streets. And mm -hmm. I'm working for myself, having left corporate America altogether for the past year at this point. Um, never even planning on having my own business. But those times of meditation where as men, we think, um, that's not manly. I need to be doing something. I need to be getting to it. Yeah. Best business plan you could ever have is starting to make these sacrifices and balance out your life. The relationship, she's still going off right now. She's just sending me messages. I love you. I miss you. There's nothing you can't uh -huh. do. The level of love that I have manifested is a reflection of the level of love I gave to myself. So when I first start, you know, getting into meditation, you know, people first get into something, they gung ho, they posting everything. So mm -hmm. I'm the pictures of me like holding the tree, uh, like literally like <laughs> on the tree. People cracking on me, like, bro, what are you doing? But those type of moments, eight hours a day in the forest by myself, barely even able to see, just me and God, no matter what happened, those were the moments that turned into what my life has reflected out to. And when people ask me, like, yo, how did you get to this point? One thought at a time and making those sacrifices of whatever it, it takes to maintain my balance. Um, that's what I'm gonna do. So me being a former pothead, alcoholic, womanizer, all these things that I depended on for my energy, being able to incrementally cut them out. You know, I, I was celibate for a year. Like these sacrifices is what led to these levels of love that I, I now um, are able to experience. So, you know, social media is a beast. We'll see people's end part of the journey, right? And think like, all right, what do I gotta do to get that? But when it's time to actually just sit your ass still, when you're in the house by yourself and you could turn on the movie, you could call somebody up, you couldn't, are you gonna meditate in that moment? Mm. Nobody sees you on social media ain't looking. Are you gonna make those sacrifices when it's just you and God? If you do, your world will reflect that. Um, I know you brought up that you were celibate for a year and I thought that was powerful, mm -hmm. you know, to see a black man actually say like you chose to do that right instead of it just not you know not being able to like you, the fact that you chose to go that route oh, I, was I thought really was, <laughs> was crazy i was like he's really posting you know that right he's making a choice because his body is that important to him right right you're right. not just going to be running out in the streets right and some people you know some people were looking down on him at first like right. saying why why are you you know posting about this right. but i think it made a it made a big difference in the not just men, but black women as well. Right, right, I agree. So I just wanted to bring that up. Absolutely, and when I was talking about the army that I got, brothers that's of like-minded spirit, mm -hmm. um, we've been doing the men's meetings for about almost two years at this point. Um, and just a lot of brothers are connecting. Like when I first started to teach, mm -hmm. do counseling and meditation, my whole base was women. Um, and I would not have been able to attract women that would be able to trust me had I not cleaned my energy out and kind of conquered the beast of my sexuality. Like, y'all mm. know y'all intuitive powers. Y'all can sense when a man right. is going to tout himself as some spirit, or you get around him, you know what time it is. Any woman I work with in the past five, mm -hmm. I said, they know doctors on some brotherly energy. It's not that. But mm -hmm. in the past year and a half, it's really started to shift to a lot of my brothers 
wanting to level up, realizing that just running through women is is not what it is. And I want to, you know, level up in my life. So I know a lot of brothers that are on the same journey right now that I'm able to kind of walk and talk through the moments where they like, mm -hmm. how did you do it? This, that, and the third. So it's it's a new it's a new frequency, it's a new vibration of men rising up. And I'm just honored to you yeah. know, the brothers that kind of took those stones and carried the cross to a certain degree where it wasn't understood. Um, I'm grateful for those times where I got talked bad about um, because I see what it did for my life and it's doing for my brothers right now. So I know brothers be putting y'all through a lot, ladies. I'm sure y'all probably yeah, got they a do. <laughs> female audience. Um, y'all yeah. have been mm -hmm. mad patient with us. Y'all been carrying the torch for us in a lot of ways. And y'all may not see it, but I see it that we are finally coming around. Um, just hold on a little bit longer. We we coming. We coming. Oh yeah, praise yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we can talk about relationships now that he brought that up. Oh the, yeah, the definitely. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's what we can talk that's, about. We definitely need. Yeah, I don't some some help with that and and believing in in men, pretty much. I'm taking a break. You need a break. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's honestly the best thing you. I mean that that's mm -hmm. what happened to me. And I can't even take credit for celebrity mm. being a conscious decision. Um, I'm gonna be like completely mm. candid with y'all. And with all the techniques and science and meditation, I know my story has been my my most powerful vehicle. That's mm. for anybody. Our stories is what really um, gives wisdom to the next person. So coming out of that 13 year relationship with a woman I thought I would marry that was super toxic to a certain degree, um, she was the last person I was having sex with. And she had went back to the dude that yeah. I, I took her from. How you get him? How you lose him? Right. And mind you, he went, yeah. to, he, he went to jail for trying to kill this woman, literally. Right. He was very abusive. Um. Mm. So I did a bunch of BS too. You know what I'm saying? Like the first six years of our relationship, I had never thought about stepping out. I come from a uh, two parent household. Never saw my father step out. That just wasn't part of my character. But her pain, her trauma being dumped on me for six years, it kind of wore yeah. down. And I still wanted that to work. But, you know, my ego was like, nigga, see what else is, is going on out here? Because this may right. not pan out. So I started to develop a habit and move in shape. And when um, shit actually hit the fan and I told her out of, des again, desperation, because I was at a point where, you know, 4th of July, five, six, seven years ago at this point, I got locked up for her trying to beat me up, for her just like mm. taking out her aggression on me. So I knew in that moment, this is just no longer safe. And right. I, in front of the whole projects, we was living in the projects in Plainfield at that time. That's why I've been effing five different in her eyes. Just, I ain't never seen a human being eyes that big, right? So she calls the cops, I get locked up. But long story short, she ends up going back to the dude that had just came home around this time. And I, she was the last person I was having sex with, but I started to understand energy too much to just call anything through in those moments where, you know, the needs would kick up. So I found myself in that interim that maybe two to four months span was just like, as much as I may want to beat something up right now, I just can't keep breaking my own heart by making these these choices. So that turned mm -hmm. into like a, a year and a half of immense, intense solitude. Mm -hmm. Those were those times where I was in the forest eight hours a day. I'm on disability, I, not working at the time. So I had nothing but time and space to just confront myself. And um, that is what opened me up to in the relationship I have right now. Um, I didn't just jump right from that state. I actually you know, was engaged to a woman right before that. My mother, uh, my son's mother, 
Shout out to um, Lorenzi. We are getting to the point where we reestablishing a new level of our friendship. Um, being that we're not together no more. Of course, it was a crazy rough patch. But now being in the relationship I'm with now, and they actually are even cool. They actually have a relationship. Um, this this relationship I'm in now, it's like you think that there's nobody out there that like perfectly matches you, but that's because you haven't perfectly matched yourself yet. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, you realize that that exists. Like it's literally like fairy tale level love. We don't gotta try. We don't gotta attempt. We don't gotta force everything. Just effortlessly locks in. And mind you, she lives in Houston. For those that don't know, check out Candace Love Roberson. Um, she's super lit. Um, the Beyonce of Van Life. She got a huge following with the Van Life thing. Um, but she lives in Houston, right? So had I been a slave to my D, I couldn't maintain a relationship like this and mm-hmm. not stepping out. And I have complete autonomy to do it. And she still offers me my freedom. It's like, yo, if you get to the point where you need to do something, of course, let me know, right? But I don't need that. <laughs> I got what I need and I don't have to constantly be having sex to maintain that energy so yeah that um that taking a break man a lot of us just need to take that break yeah yeah like right now like my goal is to like take a break especially after like a divorce i really like want to take time to really get to know me for many years i was always trying to find myself i was in um the music field was my road manager once upon a time and you know it was just it was a it was, it was a lot, lot. it's a lot you know different characters I'm, I'm, I'm just like even trying to find yourself through the music um hold on what did you say i was just asking how long were you married if you don't mind me asking <laughs> um we were together for three years um we did it the traditional way we waited until marriage to have sex so there was no sexual activity while dating um so yeah like we we literally waited until um marriage and then um got married uh, dated for three years got married within the next year of our um of us being married got married in 2018 uh 2019 things just um started to fall apart we weren't the same we weren't equally yoked as they would say um it's just like i like easy going easy flowing i don't like control i don't like to control you i don't want you controlling me this is not a game we don't need (laughs) controllers is not allowed so um with that being said um i just we just we're just on two different spiritual paths um that relationship was a religious relationship and you know um he's entitled to teach our son as he wants and i'm entitled to teach my son um, my way and my son will find his own path and i will not judge whatever path my son chooses to take and i will be that mother that will be very understanding knowing the life the world that we live in anything is possible to happen so you know you want the best for your kids but you have to raise them up in the way that they should go not the way you want them to sh- yeah, you I want agree. them to go you know so you prepare them for this world and uh the trials and tribulations yet you are uh, they are going to be they're their own individual person i learned that mm-hmm. at, uh, while he was very very young as a toddler i said this is, he's going to have his own mindset 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he wants me to put him down. He doesn't want anybody holding him. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, put him on the floor. Like, he doesn't want to be held. Let him roll. Like, that's why he's aggravated. Because right. he's like, that's I can walk. Give me my right. freedom. Yeah. Just try to be mindful to watch him because he's exploring right now. So just tell him no. He understands mm-hmm. what no means. We can't explain why you can't do it right now. Eventually, the no will have an explanation. But as for right now, I'm going to give you all this space and opportunity. No, don't go out and wires though. Okay. <laughs> don't go by that cord. No. You know, and, and you know, that's all. Right now is just giving him his space and letting him know no. I'll take him from it. Yeah. He's allowed to get angry. He's allowed to get mad. He's a human being. Right. But still, you're not gonna go by those cords. No. Right. And eventually I say no and he'll look at me. I'm like, okay, but you listen though. You can get mad, but you listen. You heard you. So you heard what I said, right? You heard what I said. Eventually, mommy will sit down and talk to you and explain it to you. Right now, we can't have this conversation, but you know it's no. So then he'll turn, he'll get mad, and then he'll go play with something else. All right, let me try something else because she ain't gonna let me go over there. You know, so in son, we can. We can talk about his yeah, son oh, fatherhood. Well. Okay, what's going on? What's going on with fatherhood? Yeah. Like, how's fatherhood for you? Um, nothing like I thought it would be. Nothing like I thought it would be. And as fatherhood is, you know, pitched and taught, you um, you kind of look forward to being able to teach your offspring, um, everything you know and things of that nature. Like that's the excitement factor. But he's my guru. Like he's the right. one that's constantly teaching me. That piece right. we talked about, um, s- similar situation too. Like it was three years with me and his mom that we was together. Um, similar vibration. He ain't want nobody to touch him. And like this generation is just coming in locked in with certain things that, of course, we had to fight mm-hmm. for. But right. that sense of freedom, they they coming in with that already. That sense of independence, they coming with that. So right. the mm-hmm. ways he, he teaches me and, and just his ability to detach. I remember the first night uh he stayed here stay here with me by himself you know this is like maybe two months into us me and his mom being separated and she, he was still like getting to the point where he was about to stop breastfeeding right so he hadn't just slept with just daddy his whole life so i remember that night um everybody was checking on me oh, y'all, y'all doing it? i'm like yo we good so it's time to go to sleep and he falls asleep pretty good he ain't cry to go to sleep like 1 30 in the morning I wake up and he's just standing over top of me, just crying, mm-hmm. mommy, mommy, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, I don't, I don't force him out of his feeling space, even when he's kind of, and he don't go off much. Like, you know, he meditate, he's like super even killed vegan baby. So his energy be on point. But when he does get in one of those episodes, I don't ask him what's wrong. I don't ask him what's the problem. I ask him, what do you feel? And I just sit there with him and let him get out whatever he need to get out. So I just, watched him he walked out to the door and just at the door mommy come and it's like to a certain degree breaking my heart right but i just wanted to give him his moment so at a certain point i go out there i sit with him he calmed down walk him back in we go back to sleep like three o'clock wake up same thing five o'clock wake up the same thing but we got through the night and he woke up the next morning like eight nine o'clock like none of that had ever even happened <laughs> What's breakfast with my smoothie at with my waffles, right? And it just, it puts me in a deeper state of presence and understanding that even as a quote unquote meditation teacher, guru, whatever people want to call it, you still are 
in the human experience. So it's still going to be those moments where you need a reminder that he's like my greatest guru. He's my greatest reminder. He was just walking outside and, you know, the um, what, the, uh, the yellow flowers that's out right now, what is that? Oh, the Daisy? Oh, the yellow flowers? What the no the little, um, for the Daisy yellow flowers, the yellow ones? Yeah, y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about. Pretty yeah, we, yellow flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> yellow flowers. Yeah, we walking outside and I didn't even notice it. He like and he's like I'm trying to bring him to the car to hurry up and get him where I had to take him to get back. But um it made me stop in my tracks. He's like, oh beautiful. And he's just touching mm -hmm. the yellow flowers. Uh -huh. So that that's um the biggest thing that I've learned about fatherhood thus far. I'm sure it'll get to the point. Where he's more conscious, where we can have those man-to-man -man talks, and I can really pour mm -hmm. into them. But right now, he's just, he's just pouring into me in ways he's probably not even cognizant of. Uh -huh. Fatherhood is. He's been he's been cooking and everything. Like yeah, he, he, no, he, not cooking like us, but you know he's. No, nah, I mean, look, he, he, daddy. he helps me prep and all of that. Like, and that's yeah, one of the yeah. things I've learned that in this uh, generation, we kind of got a propensity to just plop our kids in front of the TV, in front of a device. Mm -hmm. And he still has his time to do that. Most of the stuff he does watch is still educational. But right. when, I'm doing, when I'm doing something, he's doing something. So if right, I'm, cooking, right. I'm, I'm sitting him on the countertop. Like you, right? Yeah, like, right? Mm -hmm. he was yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving him something to do. Yeah. Like he actually prefers that as opposed to him just being another other right, right. Like and let him. That's why I like Liam has popped into our podcast at times. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's why I'm like, I'm not gonna do it at his time because he don't play. Right. Like my son don't play. Yeah. Like when is this time? He going to turn, he's a really good kid, but like if it's interfering with his time and mommy's taking away energy yeah. from him, right. he going to let it be known. And I'm sitting here trying to explain to people like, he's normally like, not like this. Like, <laughs> and, and it's like, cause he's not like, he's such a good kid, but it's just like, it was his time and yeah. he's going to turn up and he's going to cry and yell right. to me and like, ah, and I'm like, girl, I'm sorry. We got to do this another day. Like, cause Liam is not having it. But like, yeah, he likes watching me cook. He doesn't want to sit in his high chair. My mom's like, don't hold him while you're cooking. I'm like, I'm fine. I can hold him with one arm and just go like this. And he wants to see the different colors. He want to hold the seas uh, the sea salt um, container. And, and he wants to see these things. Like his yeah. eyes, that's how I learned how to cook. My mom didn't let me mess with her kitchen. I'm different. I'm going to let my son help me. But my mom, I had to learn from watching. That's yeah. how I, like, yeah. he didn't play. That was a sanctuary. Me, I teach, I taught my nephews how to cook. I'm saying I'm gonna show you this one time. You better pay attention because I got Liam now. And you know, they come in and then what they were doing, they started cooking for each other. They'll come to my house. They enjoy coming to my house because they have that freedom to learn. I got them picking weeds That's outside. Yeah. yeah. Different things, keeping them busy. Okay, make your bed. What are you doing? You're not gonna sit around this TV all day. What activity are we gonna do today? Absolutely. So, you know, like that, I, I mean, I do agree with you in regards to being present. And then when you see them and they're inquisitive and they're looking and they want to like, why not allow them to be a part of whatever you're doing? Right. Right. And the, and the more they see you be present, you kind of break the generational curse of them growing up in the normalcy of not being present. Yeah. They start right. looking for love for someone else. Like. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot of, uh, I'm reading this book right now, it's called Being There. And um, it's just, it's talking about being present, and especially as a parent, like the first three years of the most pivotal part of their lives. And, you know, when they get older, they're only going to want your presence. They're not going to come up to you and hug on you and lay up under you. I still lay in my mother's bed from time to time <laughs> when I go to her house, like, you know, but like, 
you know, they're from time yeah. to time. Yet yeah. you want to get older, they just want to see that you're there. They're not going to be hugging on you. They're not going to be yearning for that attention that they once wanted. They just want you to be there. So like it's, yeah. but when um the lady was saying when her child was younger, she was like, you know, you have to be careful the energy you put around them as well. Like in mm. regards to like being upset, talking yeah. about people, these kids are like picking up all of this information and it's eventually going to become them. Like, and then they're going to, in the energy that you don't give to them, they're going to be seeking it out in the world, even in relationships. Like when we were yeah. talking about relationships, they're going to be looking for that person to be um, that void in their life. Instead of like when you're, you could teach your child how to like about self-love, loving on their selves and everything like that. They're going to be looking for the next person love one them because the parent didn't give them that love. That's and that's it. why we have so many issues now and traumas with a lot of relationships because some people, they were lacking love from their parent. I'm meeting yeah. a lot of people just different, having conversations with different males mm. where like, they're wanting that instant gratification from a person. It was like, let's just like that. Yeah. yeah. They're lacking yeah. In, in, in some way. That's why I do believe also meditation is good, but also counseling is good. Like some people need to like, you know, get in touch with right. those, uh, with those traumas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Counseled at this point, almost thousands of people in the past five years. And it always comes back to what happened during childhood and what you wasn't given, what you was given that may have caused an imbalance. Everything comes back there. But like when you break it down, is um, another book I would recommend to people. It's called Numerology, The Divine Triangle. Numer what did you say? Uh, numerology. And then the subtitle was The Divine Triangle. And mm -hmm. in, the, in this book, they talk about all growth happening in nine stages. Um, part of why it takes usually a baby nine months to get here. But if you was to break down your life in increments of nine, um once zero to nine i always include zero zero to nine is you just kind of learning the earth <laughs> learning mm -hmm. who mommy is who daddy is from nine to 18 you're developing on that base foundation of information um preferences the type of things out of this earth that you resonate with mm -hmm. that phase after 18 so 18 to 27 that's a phase where in our ancient history there was usually some rite of passage during that time, if not even sooner, right? Uh, the, the men had to go out and live off the land for a year and do a sabbatical and all this different type of stuff. We had a window to learn who we are as people and learn the divinity flowing through us. Now, around 18, what are we doing? We either already got kids, already in a relationship, going mm -hmm. off to college, starting to work for mm -hmm. right? And we skipped that window of being able to le learn what our spirit wants, what our soul wants, and who we are in concert. So a lot of times we end up dependent on who we end up with based on not just that, but also what happened in childhood. So I'm also uh, a proponent of what, um, of what counseling can do. Um, a lot of my clients, I don't even particularly meditate with a lot of my clients. They just want counseling and, you know, I, I still come from a yogic meditative approach. Um, but I'm definitely a, a proponent of people getting some help and talking to somebody. Yeah. Uh, mental health is becoming a big, Thing. I wish I'm it glad is. to see. Yes, I'm. I'm loving uh, seeing men. Uh, well, men, black men, address mental health. Right. Yes. Right. It's definitely. It is definitely. We, we, we out here going. We can hold it down the fort for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not only that, like a big part mm -hmm. of a big part of our imbalances hasn't just been external. 
society telling us what to do, big homies telling us what to do. I always talk about mm. the, the get money FBs era of, of hip hop that I grew up in. Yeah. A huge part of our identity as men was attached to how much money we could get, however you got the money, how many, many women we could run through. I say I'm about to create a new EP, but I say on my new EP, um, by 18, I was embarrassed that I, I hadn't caught a body yet. Like I was embarrassed mm -hmm. by not having a rap sheet. Like this is the mm -hmm. era we grew up in. So it's, it's not just that, it's also been our inability to honor our feelings. And mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll talk about this conversation and a lot of women will say, I want a man to be emotionally available. But women have not been trained to be with men that are emotionally av uh, available. So when it does come up, oh, you a bitch ass nigga. Or uh, you being overly sensitive. It's not that deep. And we hear all these things and we go mm. into ourselves and just close ourselves off from being able to feel anything. And our wisdom is in the feeling. It's in the sensation. We go straight past feeling to figuring out how to get out of our wisdom, how to mm. get out of emotion. So yeah, it's a lot going on with the men out here. So I'm, I'm glad to be in this position. Mm. And, and speaking of um verses um let's talk music do you um incorporate your lifestyle in your music and tell us a little bit about your music no nah, my whole album is about shaking ass <laughs> nah, oh I'm, man i'm playing i'm playing i mean i do have some joints you would get it to but um my music is a complete reflection of where I'm at in my life. Mm -hmm. I've been um, in the industry for 16 years at this point, had deals, mm -hmm. I worked with uh, a lot of the top people in the industry. And at that point, I was in a different frequency. So when I started to level up, I just stopped doing music altogether. Like, as far as I was concerned, I was retired. Um, mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, Spirit led me back. I just put out uh, my most recent album, which I, I put out at the end of last year, There Is No Spoon. And that, even though this, a lot of that music is right around the cusp of when I started to level up, but I had to just scrap a bunch of music that I was no longer comfortable with the vibration of it. So I'm at the point now where my music is an extension of the ways that I'm able to help uh, people heal and see more of themselves. Um, I, got a, I got a song that correlates to what we're talking about right now on my album, There Is No Spoon, which is free, by the way, on DrDigler.com. I got a song called Bay. Um, it's an acronym for before, after entry. And it's kind of about how frivolous we are when it comes as men and women, when it comes to courting people and sharing that type of sacred energy exchange. Um, so the songs, even though they still lit, they still wavy, still a lot of slick talk and wittiness is really underlying conversations that need to be had in each song. So I would definitely advocate the stuff you can listen to with your kids. Ain't a bunch of cursing. It's still in the vibrate because a lot of conscious music be boring. It's not boring. It's still lit. It's still wavy. Um, so I would definitely uh, advocate people who are into hip hop um, to go check it out. Go down. You have any like videos up that you would like yeah, us yeah. to post? Absolutely. What's the name? Of, what's the name of the video you would like us to post for you today? Um, you could probably post Scout Sana. That was the first video of my project. There is no spoon, and that's a video uh, done by Paris Stewart. Um, he's one of the top videographers in the game. He's done videos for everybody from Diddy to Ross, everybody. Um, but the video is just super simple. It was shot during the third week of quarantine, where we had to sneak everywhere we went. Um, didn't even know if we was gonna be able to pull this video off, but it came out being a jewel. It's super simple. It's almost like a visual meditation. 
Um, and the song is just pretty much like my truth at that time as I started to break free of those programs that was causing undesirable realities for me. So yeah, y'all can post Scout Sign. Yeah. Okay, well everybody, let's take a look at this video right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been honest 
you have you have a, a like a television show as well right i know you do like an instagram tv show yeah, can you actually, tell us more about it, it yeah the contract just ran out for that but we are going to be reading up um with pro mm -hmm. organization project ready okay. uh, doing a, a weekly every tuesday 30 minute show about like talking about meditation and actually walking people through it so our contract just ran out but we'll be reading re up and we'll be back again in the summer i'm not sure if it's going to be the same date day and time mm -hmm. but we will be back so yeah i got a meditation show that we do on facebook live um so nice yeah. okay. I, also, I also have um for those who money is funny i know quarantine is still messing a lot of people up mm -hmm. free meditation every wednesday morning um but crack of dawn so you gotta make a little bit of a sacrifice but you don't have to pay me anything you want to donate cool i'll take it but mm -hmm. free class every wednesday I have my full class because um, that's a half hour. My four hour class is on Sundays, $15 class. And even if you ain't got to holler at me, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, I just try to make myself readily available. And this being a Zoom era, people don't really have an excuse. You don't have to live in Jersey. Y'all can rock with me from wherever y'all at. Nice. Yeah. How do you find the, the time from fatherhood, being a meditation instructor, <laughs> to music? Like, what? What time? <laughs> and um, what I mean by that, and this this actually, I'm glad you asked me that question because this takes me back to what I meant by consistency and me not really wanting to use that word. You get to the point where you eject enough, you realize that our society is built on a lot of illusions. Mm -hmm. um, none of us have ever experienced a tomorrow. None of us have ever experienced a yesterday. Mm -hmm. You you will experience eternity via the window of right now via the so, window of what of right now uh, right so yeah. I, I remember in you know my previous relationship <laughs> when i would come in the house and she thought i was just being petty or being an asshole but th these are some of the ways i would keep myself in presence i would come in after a long day of work and she would add long day of work and she would ask me how was my day and i would say what day I'm no longer at the job. I'm right here with you right now. So that doesn't even exist to me no more. Um, so when it comes to things like time, when you start to relinquish your attachment to that illusion, being that it, mm -hmm. it doesn't really exist, the moment takes care of itself for you. I don't even plan and as much things that I got on my jacket to get done as an artist, community enrichment specialist. I just love that title. Um, all these events and people I work with and organizations, if I was still doing this via the prism of time, I would be going crazy. I would be under the pressure and crunch of time, but I'm just in the moment. So the moment tells me what I'm supposed to do. Mm, there will be a yeah. spark that happens that tell me clean up or do this or do that. And I just kind of follow that spark. And the more I stay in that spark, the less I need to use time. And as far as consistency with that word, consistency mm -hmm. is based on the past. It's based on your performance in previous moments. So let's say you're trying to break a habit. Mm. And matter of fact, let's say you're trying to get your weight right. And you've been working out, you're doing your thing for two weeks. And then three or four days, you eat some BS, you didn't work out. And that fifth day, you're beating yourself up because you lost your consistency. 
But that moment is a new moment that has no idea about that two weeks where you was doing your thing. It has no mm -hmm. idea about the previous three days you've been holding on to. That moment is just that moment. So even letting go of things like consistency and the pressure, all of that, to stand mm -hmm. right here, right now, that dictates what you're supposed to do in a given moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you, do you think that's in lines with uh, being in flow? So taking the time. So like, like mm -hmm. if you know, I woke up this morning, I'm like, I have a whole a full plate, but I'm, I just need to rest. So being, being present in that moment saying you know forget all the plans i have i got tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> and then um resting in that taking that day to uh rest absolutely like my um my previous relationship and again shout out to my uh my previous goddess lauren um she got her own platform make sure y'all support her too the, the uh the trauma queen on ig but she was more uh a planner and there was a point where i was too but the more I've drifted into flow, I don't plan as much. Even when I, you know, teach classes, I never know what I'm about to talk about. I never know what techniques I'm about to do. Mm -hmm. It's in the moment and I allow myself to be a conduit. Mm -hmm. So there will be times where we we would do events like uh case in point, um, vegan Thanksgiving. We, you know, we made the news for this. We was doing it three straight years until quarantine. So we had a different way of going about things, and she would just try to cross these T's and dot these I's every day, and I'd just be like, it happened how it needs to, right? And she started to see that that wasn't, you know, lazy. It wasn't ineffective. It was me allowing a power greater than what my mind could do to take over. And she would see as much as she would stress out, as much as she would think we're not doing enough, everything would happen just how it was supposed to, right when it was supposed to. And she started to be able to surrender to flow a lot more and realize I'm not the one guy in this ship. So just let me let that force take the will. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pressure with that. A lot less pressure. Yeah, I, I've been. I'm a planner too, so I'm learning how to like. Let go. like yeah. it's, it's gotten to the point where now I'm like, okay, I didn't do what I said I was gonna do. It's okay, Keisha. Right. Being gentle with myself, right? So right. Like, yeah. Self talks and not being so. Because I used to be harsh, like, yo, you, <laughs> you just laid, you just laid down, you just chilled all day. Like, what did you do? How can you can account? Mm -hmm. Like, I used to be that type of person. So, it's it's a struggle, but right, and it, and it does it doesn't mean like you never get out the black book and write some things out, mm -hmm. but it's a time and place for that. So when you feel compelled, it's time to go there. You go there. Mm -hmm. As soon as that that black book is closed and you did what you're supposed to do, that's gone. And every time the thought. Mm -hmm. But maybe we need to do this different. Every time that cycles back, nah, that moment is done. It's time for my child. It's time for me to rest. It's time mm -hmm. for TV. Whatever it is, it's time to do. I mean, so like really closing the book on moments once they're done. Right. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you, Keisha. Like as far as like being a planner, but then what I'm what I learned too is that like even though I'm planning, or if I have those moments where I want to kick back, I can't expect people to be on my time when uh, when I'm planning. I gotta give people their space too to just be like, you know what I'm saying? Like if they wanna, if you wanna kick back, I gotta be like, all right, I'm gonna let Keish kick back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of like, oh, I'm gonna go right now. Keish gotta be on, go with me. Exactly. I gotta be on, go with me. Like, no, exactly. like it's okay. Like one person can pick up the slack from the next man. Like somebody gonna be at go on some point. Right. So like he should be on go one day. I'll be on go yeah. one day creating. Yeah. Why maybe on go one day? But because yeah. it's three of us, 
it should be like that. It should, we should allow each other to flow or have those laid back moments because there's so many of us that when one person is not doing something, at least the next person is because our, our clocks are different. Our times are different. Our flow is different. Our, our energy is different. So what I do appreciate about our group too, is like, we're just like, all right, no problem. <laughs> so it's just not, we're going to get it done, but we still keep each other motivated. We still send out love to each other. We're still genuine. We're still, we still make sure we tell each other what's on our mind and how we feel like we're, mm-hmm. we, I love the way we handle what we're doing or whatever. We correct each other. Hey, maybe next time we can do it like this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about whatever you say, because it's whatever we say. <laughs> like we, It is literally is whatever we say. Yo, I can't do it today. All right, cool. It's nothing in the back of my mind like, yo, what's going on with this person? It's like, no. All right. We keep our communication we open. Keep our communication right. open. Yeah. And even the person that hit up, I hope all is well. Like, we check in on each other. It's not like, yo, what's going on? Like, we want this to flow. We want this to be an easy environment for us or whatever. But we still stay on top of each other in a loving way. So, yeah, like, I... Uh, I like that this was brought up or whatever because I was like, yo, my team dope. I don't know how everybody else <laughs> headed it is, but our team is dope. We getting it done. Just this, la- this last piece, Um, I know we probably about to close out, but having created a lot more time for myself, working for myself at this point, I've really like broken the program of thinking you have to be putting in effort, like physical or mental effort to be in receivership. To be in so what? Receivership. To be okay. received, right? So th- this nine to five paradigm has really gotten us to think: if I'm not putting forth effort to something, I can't be receiving energy from somewhere mm-hmm. else. And I realized I still trust me. It's still times where I'm working very hard, four or five days at a time. I feel like I ain't getting no rest. But then there's these long pockets which I didn't used to create for myself or allow myself to have, where there isn't much going on. And I'm there isn't that voice in my head saying, "You lazy. You need to be doing something right now." So the less I've done, the more abundance I've attracted to myself. Mm. You start to break that program of I need to be giving to be getting something back. And you realize you are attached to the energy in Mm. all of existence, that those times and rest and not doing anything, you kind of open up to those avenues that want to pour into you. But the constriction of I got to do this is keeping you blocked from all of this. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for that. Well, you taught us a lot today. Likewise. (laughs) Yeah, and I hope that, you know, whoever's viewing can take a lot of this information with them and that it will help them. And guys, you see where you can uh, follow him. Is there any words that you want to give to the people before you exit our stage? I love y'all. Wherever you at, if don't nobody else love you right now, I'm not just saying that. Hopefully y'all can feel the love from my heart to you. You being one of my reflections, me being one of yours, I love everybody that's going to see this. And thank you all for having me. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And ladies, stay away. He taking, like, I know them girls be flocking at they, you. They, they be like, oh, he had it coming. They be flocking. Yeah. I know they be flocking, honey. <laughs> honey, I know they do. They don't be caring, honey. No, he is not Derek <laughs> Jackson. Know the vibes. Candace oh, know no. the vibe. That's my baby. So y'all can come. It ain't going to matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is not Derek Jackson. Leave him alone. Yeah, it's not going to be trying to, mm-mm. It's not about yeah, that because it will. Like, we'll definitely talk. We be like, do you know we had him on the show? If you remember the last time, girl, he was like, we gonna get our brothers together and look at him. He out here getting it together with the girls. So, I was, I, listen, I'll bring you down. Don't do it. So, no, but we enjoyed you. 
we hope to see you again. We going we we're really gonna have we have to talk because I'm thinking about yeah. have you on on the show and like giving some examples of what you actually do. That would be so dope if we yeah. can dope. get on one of our shows going on. Maybe yeah, live when we start going. Yeah, maybe we can go live with the people. Yeah, show people like simple steps to meditate because people think like. It's, it takes it's harder than this. Yeah, like he was saying, it's more simple. It well, it's, well, his approach is simple, but more simple, right? Yeah, like yeah. you taught me because I was yeah. sitting here like trying to. Yeah, yeah all, those, all those thoughts you trying to grab. Yeah, <laughs> I was out here like completely yeah. my head, like yeah. trying to get everything in my mind. Yeah. I said, I don't even want to hear a pin drop. We gotta get this house quiet. Everybody gotta go. Then you hear a car go by. Right, yeah, like, you done messed up. Yeah, you done messed yeah, my whole meditation yeah, boat up. So oh. now I know. Just let it flow. Just right. yeah, cut it. We took it. Maybe y'all could even do some type of um episode on location if y'all come into Blindfold this week. Yeah, yeah don't have me. I'm gonna be like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. That's a dope idea. Yeah. That is dope. I'm uh, we listen. Give us the date. Mm -hmm. I'll try my best to be there. I make a yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. May seventh, but I do want to make it. I'm gonna send y'all all the information. But yeah, May seventh, we lit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us with the information. Gotcha. Hit Kwa, because yeah, I'm with your girlfriend. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm a Joseph. But yes, it's been nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's been nice having thank you on our show. And Kwa, I just want to thank yeah. you for inviting him today. Um, yeah, and I definitely thought yeah. you'd be an asset to the show. Yeah, you're you're de you definitely are an asset to the yeah. show, and I'm taking some of the information you gave me, and I'll give you an update next time when I get back yeah. on social media okay. after my 30 days is up. Okay. So yeah, make sure you follow me and all of that. We can stay connected. Yes, let's yeah, stay connected. Yeah. All right, guys, all right, let's say bye. Later. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I enjoyed him. Yes. Good guy. Ooh. I like the way that he communicated. The, like, mm. I feel like, if you don't meditate, it's hard. Well, if you, I feel like because I meditate. But to explain meditation to someone, because there's so yeah. many different right. ways right. that it could be interpreted. Right. Um, I, I, I thought that was that was awesome how he broke it down. Like. Mm -hmm. And give his version because it, it was it's it's pretty simple the way he broke it down very simple yeah it's more simple than I was doing <laughs> yeah a simple approach right right that's what we need simplicity because we have so much else right. going on in our lives I'm like everybody leave the room leave my house don't yeah, call my phone y'all yeah, got stuff don't exist anymore you know yes. by this time it makes me feel like I yeah. can like literally walk down the street and still meditate. It's just mm. his meditation is being present, basically. Yes. Yes. Point blank period. In the moment. Mm -hmm. I would take mm -hmm. meditation and apply being present after the meditation. You understand? Yeah. So I wouldn't. So I would still be present in the moment, yes, but and have the thoughts come. Yeah. And, and witnessing and observing, but then other people say that that's not the right approach. So there's so many different ways mm. that you can meditate. I think it's just finding what is comfortable for you. For you. Right, it works for your self care. Right, I'm just loving her lives. Yeah. I can't wait till my life yeah. journey. <laughs> Thank you. I can't. It's yeah, everything, yeah. and then even the background is just like, girl, you're everything I hope for. I want y'all sing. I'm just gonna snap. Yeah, I don't know how to sing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not gonna be laughing at me. Like, oh, snap! She can't sing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so who want to start this off? What? Well, which, what are we doing? Hey, no. Oh, <laughs> like how we end? Because I don't want to start it off with it. Oh yeah, and then it funny. Funny. <laughs> I don't want to start off with it to be me ending. I don't want to end for that. That I like that. That was that was that was. You guys have anything else you want to add before we before we end the show? Anything that you might have learned? Well, we already discussed that, but anything else? I do. I feel yeah. good. Go, oh. Keish. Um, I just want to thank our audience uh, for tuning yeah. in, and you know, if they have any topics for us to discuss, that you mm -hmm. let us know. Yes. Uh, whatever you say, so. Yep, and we're, we're uh, our email. And um, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram and we're on YouTube. So leave a comment, hit, hit us up on our DMs, whichever way you want to go. We we are here. For like, people, share, right? subscribe. We are definitely <laughs> here. Like, share, and subscribe. And we're spreading yes. out, you know, iTunes as well. So, oh, yes. That's mm -hmm. exciting. So, we're accessible. So, there's, there's no excuse why yes. they can't, you know, can't watch us. Mm -hmm. But we appreciate the support. Yes, and just let me know what other hairstyle y'all want me to have before I start my <laughs> dream. Because I know y'all didn't see like a thousand of them so far. Every episode was like a different hairstyle. So, different. The goddess locks. I already the goddess locks. Oh, the goddess locks. Okay, I got you. Bro. Yeah. I like that. Goddess. Yep. Yes. And it's, that's a summertime style, too. So. It is summertime. Yes. Get yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I appreciate, we appreciate you too. <laughs> And are you want to start it off? Well, it's whatever you say, Toy. It's whatever you say, Keish. It's whatever you say, Qua. So on that note, <laughs> I feel so good right now. It's like I just feel the goodness coming out of me. But mm -hmm. on that note, hope you guys have a blessed Sunday, a blessed April. Yes. And we're out. Yes. <laughs> Bye, y'all. What is that? What? what? <laughs> it came right on time, I guess. Yeah, right on time. <laughs> What happened? It was like a phone's laughing. I'm like, phone. I'm like, who's laughing? You forgot my phone makes that girl that funny laugh. I was like, bye, bye, guys. Okay, right on time. It's a laugh. It's a laugh. It's a laugh. I'm like, oh, she's like, she's like, it's joyful. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, Austin, you know that was me. You know, yeah. and you were talking, and somebody started laughing. I'm like, who the heck? Somebody listening to our podcast all this time? You never know, yo. Girl, tap into the system. Oh goodness, love you guys. Stay tuned to the next episode. <laughs>